This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, June 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Drought action of blunt tool. Study. Farms could face hefty tax bills and U.S. Mall's action on shipping disruptions. Water Board wheels a blunt tool in drought order. The State Water Board approved emergency action yesterday to curtail senior water rights to the Russian River watershed due to the drought. Doreen D'Automo, the agriculture member of the board, shared her disappointment with the board applying a legal tool that refers to agriculture as waste and unreasonable use. For those water users, it creates a mindset that it's difficult to unwind, she said. An amendment did drop waste from the language. But farm groups worried the legal precedent would lead to dire consequences with potential drought actions for the Delta and other watersheds. Diotimo and other members, however, recognized any other approach would delay action until the fall. The river, in the meantime, would become a series of disconnected pools, stranding communities from drinking water. Devin Jones, who directs the Mendocino County Farm Bureau, pointed out that the river has been a man-made system for over a 100 years. Its complexity does not mean the board should follow the easiest path forward, she argued. And on that note, the board yesterday sent notices to more than 4,000 Delta water rights holders calling for voluntary containments. The board warned additional action may be needed later this summer. Water will likely be unavailable by that time to some senior water rights holders and possibly riparian water right claims. Keep in mind, sending notices was one of the first steps the board has taken with the Russian River watershed as well before the emergency order. USDA announces coronavirus relief, clear 30 expansion. USDA announced plans yesterday to provide additional coronavirus relief to farmers, biofuel producers, and food companies, and to expand the Clean Lakes, uh, Estuaries, and River Conservation Initiative, known as the Clear 30, to the entire country. Clear 30, which incentivizes eligible producers to commit to water quality practices on their conservation reserve program acreage for 30 years, is now limited to the Great Lakes and Chesapeake Bay regions. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Vilsack hopeful on meeting CRP acre goals. Vilsack expressed optimism yesterday that the department can meet goals for increasing the conservation reserve program by 4 million acres. With the changes that we've made, with the flexibilities we've created, with the expansion of continuous signups, we're hopeful that we can get to 4 million acres, he told AgriPulse after the session with the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee hearing yesterday. Landowners have until July 23rd to apply for the CRP general sign-up, which opened in January. Vilsack hopes payment rate increases will spur interest in the program. The National Grain and Feed Association fears those increases will result in idling valuable land. By the way... Vilsack says it will take some more time before local farm service agency and natural resources conservation service offices are fully staffed. Lower vaccination rates in rural areas are one factor, he said. A&M study details inheritance tax impact. Farmers could face hefty capital gains tax bills under President Joe Biden's tax plan. That according to a new Texas A&M University study. 
President Biden has proposed to tax capital gains at death, effectively eliminating the stepped-up basis on inherited assets. The tax liability would be deferred for family farms and other small businesses as long as they stay in operation. A&M researchers who tracked 94 representative farms around the country say 92 of them would be affected by a legislative version of the Biden proposal called the STEP Act. The average tax liability would be $726,104, the study found. The data speaks for itself and should give pause to anyone considering this approach as an option to pay for new additional federal spending. If changes of this magnitude are pursued, as some have discussed, the economic harm it will cause will have a lasting impact on rural America, said Senator John Bozeman, top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee. Now, keep in mind, any tax increases are going to be tough for Democrats to get through the House and Senate. And House Ag Committee Chair David Scott did warn President Biden in a recent letter that his proposal would impose a, quote, significant financial burden on farms. U.S. still gathering evidence on international shipping violations. Federal Maritime Commission Chairman Dan Mafia believes some international shipping carriers are violating U.S. law amid record port traffic, but he says an official investigation needs to continue to gather solid evidence before his agency can act. The investigation has been titled Fact Finding 29 and is being led by Commissioner Rebecca Dye. Mafia said it could lead to a formal enforcement proceeding. Meanwhile, U.S. ag exporters continue to pay exorbitant costs to get containers on cargo ships, and many cannot get space for their goods at all, he told the House Transportation and Infrastructure Subcommittee. One of the biggest problems for U.S. ag is that Chinese exporters are paying premiums for shippers to unload at U.S. ports and return immediately to China without taking on Asian-bound commodities like beef, pork, tree nuts, fruits, and vegetables. Take note, the U.S. dairy sector is being hit particularly hard, says National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern. He stressed that producers throughout the country are feeling the consequences of port congestion as delays in loading U.S. dairy exports onto carriers creates a chilling effect on farm gate milk prices. Senators optimistic on the infrastructure deal. A bipartisan group of senators has been working to finalize a deal on infrastructure despite concerns from some progressive Democrats who fear they'll lose momentum on other issues. Of interest to the biofuel industry, the senators' deal would fund some electric vehicle charging stations but wouldn't fund rebates for buying electric vehicles, Senator Susan Collins, a Maine Republican, told PBS. The deal also would index the gas tax to inflation and impose user fees on electric vehicle owners. Senator Bernie Sanders, a Vermont independent, ruled out supporting an increase in the gas tax. He said gas taxes are regressive taxes, as he spoke with reporters yesterday. Here's today's He Said It. We do not come to this decision easily. We are asking people to reduce their water use, and we recognize this can create hardships. That Eric Ekdahl, Deputy Director of the Division of Water Rights at the State Water Board, in issuing curtailment notices to Delta Water Rights holders. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, June 16th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.